Hello world and welcome to another episode of the Honesty Time Show. My name's Vivi, I'm the host of this podcast. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm a full-time entrepreneur, photographer working in Finland and all around Europe. And I'm a cat mama to two beautiful baby boy cats. And if you hear a bunch of rustling around in the background, that'll be them being rowdy as per usual. Um, yeah, Honesty Time is here to be a support for entrepreneurs in all stages of your business, but especially to those who are in the beginning of their business, feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the world of entrepreneurship and just looking for a little bit extra support. So without further ado, let's go into today's podcast. Today we'll be talking all about fear and allowing fear to hold you back from achieving greatness in your business. Uh, this has been something that's been a big reality in my business and especially when considering how to grow and what direction I want to take my business. So it's going to be just as much for me as it is for everybody else. So to start off the episode, I want to have you do something really practical and look at your life, look at your business, look at your goals and dreams for the future and ask yourself, what are you afraid of? Is it a fear of failure? Is it a fear of embarrassment? Is it a fear of what other people might think? Or a lack of knowledge or understanding? All of those things, just right in the beginning of this episode, pause here and figure out a list of the things that are holding you back because you're too afraid. And let me tell you, If you do struggle with any of those things I just said, if you're afraid of any or all of the above, congratulations, you are human. It is completely natural to have fears. I don't know of any single person who doesn't have fears, especially when launching into something new like entrepreneurship. And if you happen to know somebody, let me know who they are because that's pretty damn impressive. Um, I can tell you from firsthand experience, I've struggled with all of the above. So I used to live in such fear that I allowed it to basically control every decision that I made in my life. Um, I was too afraid to trust people. I was too afraid to get deep with people. So I basically didn't have any close friends for a really long time because I was afraid that everybody was going to hurt me. I was afraid of what people thought. So I kept changing my personality depending on who I was around Um, I was so afraid of failing that I never tried anything new, really. I just stuck with what was comfortable for a very, very long time. And yeah, basically, it got to a point where one day I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like, I'm done feeling afraid of being found out, of being discovered that I'm a fraud, basically. And I'm just going to be me and I'm going to embrace all of those things. And it wasn't easy, but I can honestly say that today I'm living a life where when I notice a fear, because it's natural, it does come, there is fear. But when I notice a fear, I actively work to get rid of it to the point where I'm not controlled and my decisions and actions are not controlled by fear. I actually see fear as a huge motivation for going forward into new areas and delving into new subjects and depths and yeah, just as a huge motivator for pretty much everything that I do. Actually, I'm a pretty firm believer that 
anything that you're about to do that's going to make an impact will involve a little bit of fear in the beginning and that it's actually a pretty good sign that you're going in the right direction. Another fear that I've had to deal with is the question of, but what if it works? So I know that that's a little bit of a weird one because when you have a goal for something, you usually want it to work out, you usually want it to succeed, but it's actually a really big question to ask yourself. So when you start something off, usually you're so focused on the day-to-day, getting by picture that you forget the bigger picture of things and where you're heading towards. So you dream this really big thing and then you take it into the practical steps. But what if it actually works? What if you're going to end up in 10 years where you said that you've dreamed of ending up? That's actually been a really big fear of mine and something that I still need to overcome quite regularly because I've always viewed myself as a realist and I know I've said this on other episodes, but I've always viewed myself as more of a pessimistic realist. So when I dream big, I always bring it back a few steps so that I'm like, oh, I could actually make it to this place. But when I allow myself to think big and think hard about where I wish I would be in 10 years, it's a pretty scary thought that I would actually allow myself to succeed in that big of a way. So I don't actually know where the root of this comes from, but all of my life I've had this view that success isn't necessarily a good thing, that fame or being rich and having lots of money is just bad and it's the source of all the bad in the world and yada, 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 whatever. So when I dream big and I'm now an entrepreneur and looking at ways that my company could grow, it's kind of scary to think, okay, well, I might be in a position in 10 years where I'm having to handle X amount of money or, yeah, because all my life I've been holding myself back from achieving those kinds of goals because I felt like they were a bad thing. And then when I've started my business, I've started to realize, actually, those things are good. Having stability and safety and having savings and having a house and having all of those things, they are good things to have in your life. And um, yeah, so we've been dealing straight on with those fears. And that means I've been having to allow myself to dream a little bit bigger than I initially had with my business and come up with new ways to bring in revenue and think of other business plans that I can do to support my goals and yeah, all of that stuff. And it's all been very, very new to me, but it's exciting at the same time. So basically, the moral of the story is don't give your fears the right to hold you back from achieving greatness. Don't allow those fears to take over your life to the point where they determine your relationships your success stories, your dreams, your goals for your company, your fears should not be involved in any of that decision making. Your fears might be involved in terms of determining your timeline for achieving those dreams, but they shouldn't be anywhere near when you're determining the place where you want to end up. Well, let me ask you a question. What if your deepest insecurities and fears became your greatest areas of victory and strength? What would that look like? What if your business wasn't being held back by anything? What if you could actually achieve the goals and dreams that you set for yourself because you weren't afraid of them? 
So you might be in a place where you're asking yourself, but how do I get over these fears when they seem so life-controlling and daunting to look at straight in the face? Well, have no fear. I am here to help you with that. I have three practical steps written down for how I personally deal with fear when I come face-to-face with it, and I'm going to share those with you today, and hopefully they help some of you. As a disclaimer, these are my personal experiences. They probably won't work for everybody, but at the same time, we're here to talk. We're here to build support structure, and so this is what works for me. Test it out, and let's see where it takes you. So my step number one is acknowledging its existence. Something that might seem really basic and simple, but personally, I'm the kind of person that when something comes up that I feel is a weakness, I have a tendency of running in the opposite direction from it and being like, no, 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 we're not going to deal with that. That doesn't exist. I'm okay. I'm strong. You know, hiding behind all of those walls that I've built up. So this has been really key for me is just taking that fear, looking it in the face and going, okay, I see you. This is what we're dealing with. Analyze it. Get to know it. Where does it come from? Where are its roots? How deep are they? Yeah, get to know it because that's the way that you're going to be able to take the power away from it. When you actually know what you're dealing with, it's way easier to move forward. So stop denying that you're afraid. Stop procrastinating with it. It isn't weakness to feel fear. Actually, it's strength to be able to realistically look at yourself, to analyze yourself and see your areas where you need to grow and then actually do it. And for every person, this will look different. But for me, what it looked like was looking myself in the mirror and saying, okay, I see this. These are the hurts that you have in your life. Here's what you're afraid of. Okay, let's deal with it. Let's move forward. Step number two, baby steps. Taking baby steps towards overcoming it. You do not need to jump into the end of the pool and learn to swim on your own. You don't need to feel like you're going to drown in them before you can float. Um, Honestly, this was a huge thing for me of learning that, okay, I can walk hand in hand with that fear and I can start uncovering it step by step, taking little steps at a time towards my goal of being completely free of them. It doesn't have to be an overnight process. And most of the time, it actually isn't an overnight process. So don't expect it to happen that quickly. Slowly put your feet in the pool and test the waters. Have accountability buddies in this step. Have people who you talk to openly and honestly about what you're struggling with and what you're trying and what you're facing so that they can keep you accountable to make sure that you're actually going to come out the other side. We were never created to do this alone, so don't try. (laughs) So really practically, what that might look like is if you're afraid of what people might think, slowly put your ideas out there. Put an idea out there once a week, for example, in the beginning of an opinion that you have that you are currently afraid to put out there because you're worried what the reaction might be. And then have somebody that you talk to on a regular basis who can support you in it, who can remind you of the truths about yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed with the thought that you might get backlash for it. 
Or if you're afraid of admitting that you don't know all the things that you need to and you're afraid of asking for help, what this might look like is you taking a small step towards reaching out to somebody and saying, hey, I'm currently struggling with this in my business. Could you help me with X, Y, and Z? Or asking a question on a Facebook group or a public forum of some sort, or even over WhatsApp to a friend of yours. Just say, hey, I don't know X, Y, and Z, and you're really good at that. Could you help me out? And as you're doing these things, it's really important to repeat truths about yourself to yourself. Um, Yeah, having an accountability buddy is great, but you really do have to believe in yourself that you are going to pull through this and you've got it under control. (laughs) So for me, that looked like looking at myself in the mirror and every day saying, you know what? You are strong. You've got this. You can do it. You can ask for help. You are not weak and people do not see you that way. And those are the truths. Think about how you would react to your friend who comes to you to tell you about these things and treat yourself with that same amount of grace. Stop being so hard on yourself when you would never treat another human being who comes to you with those problems that way. Have grace on yourself. And every single time that you do these baby steps, it will get easier and easier and you will be able to do it with bigger and bigger things. So trust the process and celebrate the progress. Make sure that you're admitting to yourself that you're getting better and make sure that you are talking out loud about the things that you have struggled with and talk about the progress that you're going through. Oftentimes what I find happens is that we're so focused on the end goal that we just get bogged down with the fact that we're not there yet and it can eat you alive because you're just like, oh, but I'm not there, I'm not there, I wish that I was there already. But you're not realizing how far you are in your journey, how far you've come from where you were. So make sure to realistically evaluate yourself, look at where you've come from and see that you've moved forward. Moving forward is all that you can ask for. You cannot overnight move to your end goal, but you can take those steps along the way And as long as you're celebrating the progress that you're making, that's all that matters. You're no longer where you were yesterday, so therefore you're no longer being ruled by your fears. Okay, so once you've done those baby steps, we move to step number three. Tell your fear to leave. It doesn't have a right to be there anymore. You're no longer afraid of it because you've taken active steps to get rid of it. So look it in the face, you've analyzed it, you already know where it comes from, and tell it to go. (laughs) That means you stop believing the lie that you're controlled by it. That means that every decision that you make, that fear no longer comes into your mind as something to hold you back. You view it, and when you have to make that decision, you go, huh, funny, I used to be afraid to do this, let's go. What can often happen is we get so used to fear playing such a huge role in all of our decision making, that we start to use it as a bit of a crutch in our day-to-day life, it can get to a point where we use it almost as an excuse to not do things that are seemingly normal or natural for us. For example, when I was so afraid of making human connections with people, I used to use that as an excuse to just not do anything when people asked me to go out with them or go for a coffee with them. I used to just blow them off and then 
in my mind, be like, oh, but this is because I'm afraid of connection or I'm afraid to build loyalty or trust with people. Okay, but if you notice these things in your life that are unhealthy habits because fear ultimately is unhealthy, do something about it. Don't allow it to control your actions. Move forward, move on, and become a healthy human being. And just to clarify, actually, fear isn't unhealthy in and of itself. You allowing fear to control you or to manipulate you or to, yeah, just take full control of your life and your decision-making is the part that's unhealthy. Fear leads to progress if you view it in the right way. So fear itself is not something to be afraid of. Because if we look at it in the right way, in a positive way, it actually leads to our greatest victories. So let's look at that list that you made at the beginning of this episode of your fears. Let's look at it now that you've heard all of these things. What are some practical baby steps that you can take for each one of those fears in your business in order to get rid of them? What would your life and your business look like in five years' time if you were no longer controlled by those fears? And what are the actions that you can take right now, even today, to start the progress and the journey? Once you've written down stuff for each one of those fears and how to get rid of it, who is the person that you're going to tell about this? Who is the person who's going to keep you accountable to make sure that you are moving forward in all of those areas? It can even be more than one, but at least one person who you can tell these fears to and tell how you're going to be moving forward in those areas so that they can make sure that you are actually walking in what you say you're going to do. Because if you're anything like me, um, you might have a tendency to say that you're going to do a whole bunch of stuff and be really motivated one day, but the next day those fears will be straight back on your shoulders and be trying to bog you down again and you just give in to them because that's what's natural and comfortable. So in order to get out there and to actually overcome these things, we have to get a little bit uncomfortable, step outside our shells and be okay with experiencing something new. And in order to do that, motivation is key. So have your accountability buddy be sending you messages regularly and you can do the same for them. That's what's great about entrepreneurship is when you find people who come alongside you, you don't have to just take from a relationship, you can give as well. So make sure that you're having consistent communication back and forth and then you feel like you're not doing this alone. So to close off this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my own progress in certain areas in order to give a little bit of hope for you all who might be struggling with some of the things that I've struggled with all along the path of my life. Um, five years ago, if you had told me that I would be running my own business, living in Finland, having a podcast where I put my voice out there for people every single week, I would have probably laughed in your face and told you to go away. Um, I was so controlled by fear of what other people thought of me and by fear of embarrassment and uh, fear of my depression making me a weak person with nothing to say of value that I just kind of sat there and didn't do that much, honestly. I didn't really influence people around me. I just kind of lived day to day and took it all in. That was until I woke up to the realization that actually all of those thoughts in my head were lies 
And I had a lot to say of value and I had opinions that mattered and I had gone through a lot in my life and I could actually help people who were going through the same stuff. So I decided to make a difference. I decided to speak truth to myself every single day. I decided to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I was strong, I was capable, my opinions mattered, my voice mattered. And my baby steps looked like opening up to the people around me. Starting really small, I started to say one opinion here and there about politics or world news or depression and anxiety and mental health and what I was going through or what I had been through in life. And little by little, it started to get easier and I started to realize that, okay, first of all, people around me cared. People cared about what I was going through and the journey I was going through and actually were quite interested to find out what I thought about things. They just hadn't asked because I never offered to give them my opinion on stuff. But as soon as I started giving more opinions, more opportunities started presenting themselves. I struggled for so long with feeling like I was a fraud and I was going to be found out um, for my lack of knowledge that I started to research topics and I started to make sure that I had places to back up the things I was talking about. And uh, also with that, I started to realize, actually, there are other people around the world who think the same things as I do. I'm not wrong. I'm right on certain subjects. And also that if I am wrong, it's okay for people to point that out. It just means that there's room to grow. We are all humans, we don't know everything about every single subject, and constructive criticism is actually really valuable. And to have friends around you who actually tell you straight up when you are wrong or when you are doing something that goes against what you've said you're going to do is really valuable. We don't just need to have feel-good cheerleaders surrounding us, because if we do, the likelihood that we are not going to be moving forward very much in our lives is very high. If we have people who keep us accountable, who talk openly to us, and who keep us in check with what we're saying, you're going to be moving forward and progressing in your life at a pretty fast pace. So I decided to surround myself with people who did exactly that. And fast forward five years, and I'm here. I have a business. I have a podcast where I'm talking openly. I talk openly about my depression and anxiety online and actually it took a huge amount of power away from my anxiety and my depression because I started to realize actually these are things I can live with. Saying things out loud make them more real and make them more manageable than when they're just turning around in your head over and over and over again and never getting out. Once you verbalize it, you can see it for what it really is and come up with concrete ways to deal with it. So yeah, I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. Here's to all of us moving forward and becoming better entrepreneurs and general human beings. Um, I'm going to close off this episode with a quote from Jim Morrison. He says, expose yourself to your deepest fear. After that, fear has no power and the fear of freedom shrinks and vanishes. You are free. And you can live a free life as long as you stop running from your fears and choose to face them head on. If you have anything that you'd like to add to this or you just want to join in on the conversation, there's a few ways that you can do that. Follow us over on Instagram at Honesty Time Show and 
Make sure to be involved in the conversation going on there. We're also on Facebook at Honesty Time Show and our website is honestytime.com. So every episode actually has a blog post with episode notes on it as well. So make sure to go over there, check it out and comment as well. And yeah, there's also a contact form there. So if you have anything that you'd like to say specifically to me, I would love to hear from you. And yeah, until next week. See ya!